Hello, and welcome to the In General Podcast, the Jurassic Outpost Podcast, episode 111. My name is Caleb Burnett. I am joined with Jaden. What's up, Jaden? Hello, first potty for 2024. Let's get it. Yeah, Happy New Year. And I am also joined with the Sandman, Assis. What's up? Hello, hello. Good to be back. Yeah, first podcast, nice and early in the year, and probably our last one till probably the mid. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it while you can, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, happy New Year, everybody. Um, we're just uh, here enjoying some uh, some drinks, some smoothies. Um, they're really good. So, um, anyway. Um, we don't want them yeah. too bumpy, though. We want our smoothies smooth. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Jaden. <laughs> yes. Yes. What, uh, what Jurassic things did you do? have you been doing lately what's your favorite jurassic he's been busy he's been on tv this guy yeah um you know defending jurassic park three of chest on national tv twice the honor of jurassic park three let's talk about that for a second this guy goes on national tv and decides to rep which jurassic park movie of all them jp3 my man jp3 i'm surrounded by i'm surrounded by jp3 Lo- There's lovers no one to help you now, Caleb. Right this is this is we're trying <laughs> yeah, to get no, we're, we're, we're taking no This is a JP3 pod now. That's what I love to hear. <laughs> no, but go this ahead, Jane. I'm very excited just... to hear what you got to say. Um, yeah, no. Um, so that was like very last minute. Pretty much got asked New Year's Day if I could come in to do a news segment. I didn't know I was doing an interview until the morning. I got there at like five thirty in the morning. They're like, "Oh yeah, you're doing an interview," and I was like, "I am not ready for this." I was like, "It's just after New Year's." few bevies and stuff like that so i was like all righty i gotta pull my professional face on yeah but um (laughs) yeah that was good um second time doing that whole little experience and stuff like that i love the exhibition it's amazing um the ankylosaurus is just beautiful chef's kiss love it my favorite part um and yeah i guess we can say that it's moving to melbourne now um yeah I won't say the dates or anything because I don't think that's confirmed yet. But um, yeah, pretty much that was to announce Melbourne. So um, if there's any Jurassic Outpost fans in Melbourne, um, I'll probably be down there for the exhibition and stuff like that. So pretty exciting. Awesome, man. Awesome. Um, yeah, the the exhibition is like uh, it's been going strong for a while now. It just keeps keeps on going, keeps expanding to new places. It's um, just the same exhibition that started way, way back in 2015. That's kind of just been reiterating ever since. I think it's, it's a couple of different production companies that produce those kinds of shows. One is, I mean, one is doing the one in Melbourne and some of the other more uh, international ones. And there's a, another one that is doing the stuff in the U.S., I, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. Oh, so different shows. Okay. So there's actually like a, a little bit of I think difference they're, going on. Well, I mean, I think they're like very basically the same. It's just like the logistics of having it all over the world, probably. But um, what are you going to say? Ankyl- the Ankylosaurus is Australia only. So, oh, I didn't uh, know that. Uh, okay. Um, we we don't have the Indominus Rex. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, there you so go. That's, what, that's the big difference. So there's differences, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, that that's what's the difference with the Australia one. We have no Indominus Rex. Um, it's the big Ankylosaurus. Um. And I think I know what else. Do you guys have the Carno? No. Uh, yeah, the the Carno is in is the there US. Is there Carno Taurus now? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so this this exhibition must have changed a lot in terms of 
like maybe not recently, but since I've only seen the one when we first did it in Philadelphia like way back in 2015, I think it was April or something or 2016 or 17, whenever it was back then. And that was impressive. So I wonder if like the animatronics have changed at all. Is the Carnotaurus like was, we saw uh, the T-Rex. The T-Rex was yeah, different. Like, Is the T-Rex I, now like the actual T-Rex? The, um, go ahead, Jay. Yeah, 99% like the animatronics and stuff, especially for Rexy, like you, you see her scars and all that stuff. It's pretty so, yeah, nailed it's, it's accurate now, eh? I gotta yeah, get, yeah, I gotta yeah, get yeah. over there somehow. The, that's what I said. The, or something. The, the Ankylosaurus, man, that blows my mind. That is just full animatronic. Like it legit looks like it's in the movie set. Like it, it's beautiful. That's that's it's fantastic. Good. No, um, what was I going to say? Um... Uh, no, uh, the Philadelphia one that was when y'all saw it in Philadelphia, 2015, 2016, whenever that was, I saw it in Chicago in 2017. And it also like, wasn't the screen accurate Jurassic yeah, exactly, right? It was, it was older ones. And like, I think they refreshed all of them to be screen accurate. Like, I don't know, a couple years after that or something. So like, I, I also need to get back to the exhibition and see, see these new. There's gotta be a class field trip at some point. We're like missing <laughs> yeah. out these class field trips. Now that the world's opened up. Like what's the, uh, what's the way, I guess universal just has to organize something. I mean, universal contact as well, organize it for you, if you know what I mean. But you know what, it makes me wonder, like, when are we going to get the refreshed rides? You know what I mean? Like we've been sitting on these old, old animatronics, but like, Jurassic and Universal, they got the cash, you got the money to refurb those rides. If you're refurbishing the the tours and stuff and the expeditions, I mean, can't you just move that team into refurbishing? Like it's not like it's not been like 10 years, 20. It's been like 20, 30 years since we've seen like a substantial change, you know what I mean? So what's the the hold up there? You know what I mean? Like let's get the the ball rolling and start getting this synergy and like common like aesthetic across the the franchise if you know what I mean. No, that that makes sense. Like the common aesthetic thing, and these companies that make the animatronics for the exhibition and for like live tour and stuff, like they they make some really really cool stuff, and it looks amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I I mean, I think it'd be awesome if Universal worked with them on rides and experiences and whatever else. Um, I don't know if um, so. I mean. We can talk about theme parks later if we want to, but like, um, I don't know if the, um, the, so the ride in Hollywood has a brand new Indominus animatronic that's only a couple years old. Um, but I don't know, I don't know if it was like a, the same company that they, that Universal had worked with before, if it was somebody else, I don't remember the name of the company that made it offhand, but, um, but it's awesome. Um, so, um, yeah, the exhibition, uh, it's moving to Melbourne. It's coming to Houston, Texas. It's in Belgium um, as well. I'm yeah. Sure. So like, Belgium. I, I, think it's I like just soon as well. Yeah. No, I, I just think it's really cool that like, it's all over the world. So like, I didn't expect it to last this long. You know what I mean? The fact mm -hmm. that I thought when the movies came out, I thought it was like kind of like a promotional thing just to get the, like the in-between of the years, just to have like Jurassic world kind of stay relevant. The fact that mm -hmm. it's lasted this long and kind of persisted, Kind of shows like the the staying power of the Jurassic World brand, not only the Jurassic Park brand. So that's like it's kind of cool to see. Like despite how you might feel about the movies, you know, like I think our opinions are pretty well known at this point. But uh, despite that, like Jurassic World still bringing in an audience, people still give a shit about dinosaurs. You know what I mean? That's really cool to see, and that just tells me that yeah, even if we don't get movies, we'll always have Jurassic Park. 
somewhere in the the zeitgeist, which is awesome. Which is awesome for us, I guess. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the the Sydney exhibition was supposed to end in November. It was supposed to go for only September to November, but then they extended it to January. I mean, February eighteenth now. So it must nice. be doing something, right? Yeah, lots of good, uh, lots of good merchandise, you know, at the exhibition and all those things too. So <laughs> that's the best part. Let's be, let's be real. Going on the tours, going to the, <laughs> the, it's all fun and games. The, the real like excitement gets to the when you're at the end and you're at the gift shop. And you're like, okay, let's spend some cash. Let's go. Let's get some merch. Let's get some like this. This you know what I mean? Like this lanyard for the one day use, and you're wrapping this sick lanyard, and it's. I love the. I, that's like my favorite thing about like LA, and the Florida studios. Like I love the gift shops. This, this, the, the, the whole atmosphere, man. I just feel like I'm in like the Jurassic World gift shop. It's just the coolest feeling. I love it. I'm so jealous of you guys. We get this stuff all the time. <laughs> Man, I yeah, when, right. <laughs> <laughs> when uh when the Jurassic uh outfitters opened back up after COVID in LA, I I spent way too much money the first time I went back in there. It's <laughs> so, like I, See, I hadn't like, been in there in a long time and spent way too much. But yeah. The last <laughs> time I was in there, I was still in university, so the cash wasn't flowing as nicely as it is now that I'm an adult and making adult money. So it's like <laughs> I'm like I'm an adult. I'm like a big kid making adult money, so I'm just gonna go and spend adult money now inside of Universal and not feel bad about it. And I'm very excited about that prospect. I can't wait to walk out with hundreds of dollars of just Jurassic nonsense. It's gonna be so exciting. Totally. <laughs> um, Mugs for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> Assis, um, what Jurassic stuff have you been up to lately? What's your favorite Jurassic thing lately? What have I been doing? So I have. Okay, I got a new. Over the Christmas break, I got the Oculus Quest 3 while I was at home, and I went back to Jurassic World Aftermath, and it's still, I think, one of the most slept-on Jurassic Park, Jurassic World things we have available to us. I think no one talks about it for some reason, because it's so niche and hard to access, even though it's all on the Switch as well now, too. Yeah, Switch I go mine also on the Switch. I've been playing on the Switch, too, because I, I think yeah. that game is fantastic. It's a bit bare-bones, yeah. sure, but uh, Laura Bailey, she's like your like the your other character, I guess, like the one who talks to you on like the thing and she does a really good performance. Uh, the story is really sweet. Uh, a lot of cool little Easter eggs for us fans too. And it's like, honestly, walking in like VR and seeing like the T-Rex or like a dinosaur, like up close and it's just like mind blowing. And then I've also been reading the, uh, the ultimate history thing, the ultimate history guide for the Jurassic Park, the big, like thick one that came out not too long ago. I've been oh, going yeah. through that and uh I think it's full of little surprises too. Like I was going through one of the pages and like the brochures just there. I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. I'm like reading it and just getting a little surprise every few pages. So it's I've been doing that. So it's been it's been nice. What about awesome. yourself, guys? Uh I'm I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but like I'm in a chronological watch through of the Jurassic movies and uh all oh, I have yeah. left. All I have left is Dominion, uh, so I might watch it after this. We'll see. But, I, um, I yeah. did my six my six film thing already this year. Yeah, Dominion oh, right. existed... the guys, the years just yeah. started. You guys are already yeah, like yeah. check off the box. My annual Jurassics, they're done. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I rewatched Dominion legit like four days ago, like the extended version. That's the only version I watched because the extended version 
is you have to that's the, you got yeah, to you got to yeah. i hate you know i want to say one thing i hate the fact that i can't remember which streaming service it is but in canada i think it's on crave but uh whenever you go to go watch like dominion on any streaming service it's always the normal theatrical i'm like no no i bought it on prime i was like yeah no I'm, oh I'm okay yeah See, i, I have the movie like in four different formats but none of them are on prime and that, whenever i'm on prime i see like buy it i'm like no why it's so <laughs> frustrating it's like get nah. universal stand get on get on the phone with universal boys tell them get this theatrical crap out of here extended cut that's <laughs> the way people should watch the movie because it makes the movie better it honestly does in it my does I still, it, it really I still does. vibe with that movie i still like it a lot yeah i i really like it um it's funny that you guys are uh, arguing so strongly for the extended edition, which I love. I actually like. Is it to say he doesn't like it? I much? also really like the theatrical version. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know. Um, I think it's just because it reminds me of the experience of seeing it in a movie theater, which is nice. Yeah. Does it help? Like, does it help that you know that the extended cut scenes exist and like you already know what kind of happens? Like, do you kind of fill in the blanks almost? And that's why it's easier for you to kind of watch the theatrical experience, if that makes sense. Like you don't need necessarily need to see them play out in front of you. You know what happened in between, I don't know, like the farm scene or whatever. It oh, just yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, I wish I wish like there was one definitive cut and not like yeah that fans had to think about like um it bugs me that they i mean and this is a much longer conversation maybe but it bugs me that they changed one of Maisie's lines on the in the theatrical i don't i think it's in the extended edition too but they changed one of Maisie's lines in the release of the movie like seeing it in theaters um she says my uh he knew my when she's talking about my grandpa was john hammond he knew Lockwood, uh, like yeah. they changed that line on the physical release, but um, anyway, uh. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I'm doing that and um, patiently, patiently waiting for uh, this new video game that's coming out sometime called Jurassic Park Survival. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard of it. <laughs> have you guys have you guys heard of that can you can you tell me uh what a pleasant surprise i just want to say that what a what a pleasant surprise i think this is exactly what we wanted this is exactly the game so i got nothing yeah. i got nothing bad to say about this can you uh can you guys tell me about um sort of uh possible release dates possible uh retail listings possible things like that talk let's talk about that well, what was it? Was it yesterday? I sent that thing in. Um, <laughs> apparently, I'm in Europe in some countries like Czech Republic, Romania, Croatia, and all that jazz. Um, on their websites for the game, it has for December 2024. But normally, that's just a placeholder date. But apparently, some people have seen handmade billboards in Romania for this year for Jurassic Park Survival. So... I don't know. I mean, I it. I don't want to get my hopes up for a 2024 release date because I said in the last podcast, I think it'll be 2025. But if they can aim for maybe a November release, I don't know. Like I, it I is doable. So like when the trailer came out, they didn't release a, they didn't announce a release date or even a window. But the fact that they have pre-alpha footage already tells me that there's been some 
development already. I know that the boys have posted on Twitter and I think on the site as well that there's been development for at least 12 months or 18 months or something like that, which is not a lot of time to get like a triple A game like off the ground really, but we don't really know the budget of this. Saber Interactive doesn't really do triple A games. They're more in the like the mid-range budget. Like uh one of the more recent releases was uh like the Ash versus the Evil Dead or something, that video game, and then also the World War Z game. I think they developed that in-house. And those were fine games. Uh unfortunately I think one of them didn't get the reception they wanted. World War Z had a rocky start. So the fact that Saber Interactive is not only publishing, publishing, but developing gives me a little bit of hesitation because they haven't really been known to like have that big standout knock out of the park on release day. Like their stuff gets fixed kind of later down the line. But I'm hoping that with this franchise, they have kind of the money now and like Saber Interactive kind of has the name now, like the name recognition or a name in the industry now. So they should be able to pull some good talent. So fingers crossed for this, uh, for the, for the thing. But I think, 2024 it is possible i think but it just depends on how far along they are in, in their stuff as they start to do all the the beta testing and all that all that stuff before they even uh, get close to i guess announcing a date i guess probably we'll probably get more announcements or hear more about this game in summertime i think this summer yeah like, around, June. like the awards yeah, uh, game season yeah. yeah that's when all like the awards and like other con- like cons and stuff like that happen okay. so that's that's probably when we get a more concrete estimate of when it will come out but i mean that's pretty interesting probably, to... i even say if it is coming out this year it'd probably we probably even see a game game gameplay trailer so like not this uh, cgi heavy thing but the gameplay yeah. you know, like more gameplay stuff like that'll be the indicator once you kind of see the gameplay trailer that'll kind of be like okay this game is like just around the corner kind of thing so we still have a little bit to go it could be 2025 take as long as you need polish it i want this game to be as good as alien isolation like that's the bar like that's the bar you got to meet that like that game was so good for alien franchise for fans like us and uh like they just gotta they gotta do it and i think saber can pull it off they're, they're very uh detail oriented for franchises for they have so i think they'll be able to pull it off in terms of fan reception but in terms of gameplay and critical reception that remains to be seen yeah well and we uh talked about and speculated about uh, possible release dates, release dates for Jurassic Park Survival on the Jurassic Outpost YouTube channel. So uh, check out that video if you want to hear a little bit more about that. But um, December twenty twenty four, um, you know, could be could be a good uh, Merry Christmas gift to Jurassic fans, maybe um, if they yeah. were to sort of uh, get it get it rolling and get it going by then. But yeah. Because it's unusual for games that come out in December. It's always around October, November, like just before Christmas time. Like the big like games. That. I will yeah, say, yeah, though, yeah. I think the closest parallel, and like I think we'd, I would be happy if this game came out, this Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic Park survival game. Also, I want to say real quick shout out to be, it being Jurassic Park Survivor. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. it, right? It's nailed it. Perfect, yeah. boys. Excellent. Um, but uh, back to what I was saying. What was I saying again? Sorry, boys. I, <laughs> myself. I always do this. <laughs> no, uh, I have to stop myself. Uh, we were talking about uh, how games come out in October and November and December. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm so usual, I would yeah. be, yes, perfect, perfect. Sorry about that, boys. Thank you no, for you're saying. <laughs> I would be happy if this game came out and it got like a similar reception and was as good as the Avatar 
Frontiers of Pandora game yeah. that came out from Ubisoft. He was this year. reading my mind. That's like, yeah, yeah, my man. We're on the same wave. Well. That JP three energy. We, yeah, we like <laughs> we're the same. We're the same. So if, if it's like that, that game got like for fans of the like like of the Avatar franchise, it was perfect. All the little Easter eggs. The world was fantastic. So, and that was Ubisoft, which is a triple A yeah. company. They have a lot more money, resources, and uh, manpower. But uh, that if it's December that good, 6th, I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Came out in December, so. That's yeah, exactly. What gives you a a ago, yeah. yeah. So it's possible. December, it could be possible. It's early December, mid December, right before the holidays. Uh, it it there is precedence for like movie themed uh, games coming out that time of year. Sorry, my cat's climbing all over me. <laughs> You're fine. Um, have these uh, like placeholder dates proven accurate in the past for big games like this, or no? Or uh, I've kind of like not really. Say. Yeah, like before like content creation and stuff like that when i just was playing games i'd look into release dates and stuff like that and the accuracy of them but i think just in the last few years like games are coming out either unpolished or unfinished when they come out and stuff like that it's just you kind of like lose track of everything now so it's kind of like games are being pushed all the time as as they get closer we could be like a couple months from release and they can just get kicked a couple more months down the like down the line so it's not like movies where like, oh, I can't wait two more weeks till movie date. And then it's like three more weeks till release all of a sudden. It's not like that. But like, I I don't want them to. That's like my biggest concern. Them putting out the unfinished product, which has been happening way too much, oh, especially too this much. year. Wait, like I was like, like, this is my biggest concern. If a game like Jedi Survivor comes out, game that technically I would have loved, but it was released so broken and unpolished that it was just not enjoyable and i'm almost worried that saber would do that because they have done that once or twice so it's like not out of the question that they just rush it to meet the deadline because they at the end of the day this is a movie based game right like a movie tie-in games kind of so it's not going to get the same level of like attention and uh i guess reverence or something like that people are just going to dismiss it almost off the bat they're just based on the title alone so it's like you know what I mean? So I feel like they might just kind of just get her out the door. Like the Kong Skull Island game that came out this year. Oh my God. That's like the worst case scenario in terms of movie type, movie like tying games. That'd be a disaster. No, that's interesting. I mean, I hope, um, you know, the, they announced the game like the first week of December. Um, and they still haven't said like a hard release date. And maybe, maybe it's good. Maybe it means they're sort of like taking their time and, making sure that they know what the timeline is and that they're doing this the best way. Cause like I'm, I mean, I'm sh- sure maybe you guys agree, but like, I'm, I'm totally willing to wait until 2025 if it means the game is yeah. finished and great. So, yeah. We should also mention, I should also mention, or I don't know about you, Jaden, but I've noticed that especially this the past couple years, studios are announcing like a game two years, three years, four years, sometimes five years before they release. So like, this could be like, I don't think this is the case, but this could be 2026. Like, you know what I mean? Like it could be forever away. Cause games, it's not the same timeline as a movie yeah. where it's like pre-production and then from pre-production, like a year and a half, a year later, you could have a movie. It's not like that usually for like a solid game development from what I have understood. When well, is that's uh, the worst case scenario if that happens? Yes. Um, yeah. Like, best case in terms of like, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah. But I wish I didn't know. You know what I mean? I wish I didn't know. 
when is uh when is the next gta coming out 2025 we gotta have we gotta have Jurassic park survival and that in the same year though like that's that's just such an incredible common like those two games coming out at the same time that's that's amazing. the that's the ideal year for jack for our, our jack jack would love that <laughs> that's like the only two games he would need yep. for the rest of his life he would never talk on whatsapp ever again <laughs> yeah. or anywhere else <laughs> yeah, yeah he'll be a gta or Jurassic Park. That's pretty much the two places you'll find him. Yeah. You gotta meet him online. Yeah. I'm excited um, about this though. I hope there's some sort of absolutely. like multiplayer element as well. Cause uh, Saber Interactive, they're known to have a lot of multiplayer elements in their games, almost like exclusive, like I wanna say very multiplayer heavy uh, output. So I wonder if there's gonna be some sort of, I mean, have they said if this is a linear story-based game? Have they I, said that? I, I hope it's not like a, you know what I mean? Like one of those Dead by Daylight situations where it's a four-player co-op game only. Yeah. They've said so that they, certain things. like, there's talk, like all their, um, you know, PR and descriptions and stuff. There's talk about like exploring all of Isla, uh, fully realized Isla Nublar and like exploring the entire island and doing things like that. So like, it seems open world is sort of a mindset that they have but that's all, what like i'm wondering could, i don't know my, my big thing since we are talking it's very jp survival based yeah do you think and i look out on it because what i do and stuff like that with multiplayer games i'd love it to be multiplayer i just don't know how they would make it good unless they make it something like <laughs> did you guys ever make did you guys ever play something called evolved when like the xbox one first came out yeah evolved yeah, like, the, was four, the hunting yeah, game, like yeah. Four, yeah like four guys like versus like a massive monster thing and stuff like that like maybe that mm -hmm. could be it like you work together and stuff like that or maybe something like um path oh what was that game was that dinosaur game that came out last year i think me and you spoke about aziz um that dinosaur game on steam where like you go through like waves of dinosaurs and then at the end you've like it goes into like a pvp thing oh uh, uh exo primal yeah exo primal like they i don't know like they could do something like that but yeah i just don't know how you can implement dinosaurs and pvp and stuff like that it it will be cool but i think that's the only way you, you can kind of do it but i don't know with the matter of like multiplayer games and stuff like that i just don't know if it'll be big draw but I hope, hopefully, but I'd rather them just stick with the campaign and then kind of add multiplayer later and not just... You guys remember, uh, what's that game that was kind of doing this before? I think it's called Death Ground or Dead Ground. It's, that, it's like that game, that was an indie, indie, indie developed game. It's Death like, Ground, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how they feel after all this. Like, oh, come on. Like, all of a sudden, Jurassic Park is not doing the yeah, game that we yeah. kind of wanted to do. That's, yeah. uh, that's a kick in the nuts almost. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is well with Jurassic Park survival, and I'm sorry that I keep talking about this, but um, no, keep universe, <laughs> the universe, like, because you, you could easily do like a Lost World and then a JP3, like, adaptation. You of the could game do a lot, like but the problem so, with yeah. this is, no, go ahead, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, no, my thing is, would they make it DLC based or like expansion based, or would they do completely new games? Because that would also implement that would also do something with the multiplayer then. So if I think the, the template case. here should be Alien Isolation. I think they got to follow that template because what Sega did with that and Creative Assembly, what they did with that was perfect. So they had the base game come out, which is like the story, like the story game, like the yeah. linear. And the DLCs that came out were more like arcadey and like more loosey-goosey. Like one DLC that came out was like literally 
you have to play as Ripley and try to escape the the, the Nostromo before it goes off. I think another one's like uh, crew members or uh, something about the, the the original crew. You can like pick any one of the original crew and you can try to escape with them. So like there's like maybe a possibility of putting like Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler as like DLC characters and have them escape a mission like during the movie or something or like you know what i mean you can almost yeah. do whatever you want or have like a dlc for isla sorna here's a site b thing you gotta escape during the hurricane this is a, a 30 dollar dlc that comes out a year later something like that mm. that could be a possibility which would be so sick yeah because i i think that's like the next big thing that is on my mind is that if it is a success this could go really well in the sense of the jurassic park universe and just yeah, like I said, Lost World. Like, imagine that as a video game. Like that. Do we think... I just had this thought now. Do we think, now that they're... I was almost worried that we wouldn't ever see Jurassic Park again while Jurassic World stuff was running. Do we think that Jurassic World will now be almost... Uh, I don't want to say aimed at kids, but, like, aimed at the younger stuff, like, with all the Lego Jurassic Worlds, Camp Cretaceous stuff, uh, Chaos Theory being a cartoon. And so Jurassic World kind of exists as, like, the younger stuff. And then Ooh. Jurassic Park is kind of the mature stuff because the kids who grew up at Jurassic Park, they are like older now and they have kids and those kids have watched Jurassic Park probably more than Jurassic World. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wonder if this is now starting to be like universal distinction, like Jurassic Park will be kind of the darker, darker, mature stuff, not necessarily the thing like rated R and premature stuff, but like some of the more grittier violence, like, yeah, like the glorious game, stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. And then Jurassic World is the kind of cleaner stuff, almost like for the kids. I wonder if that's kind of how they're going to do this now. That's a good point, to be honest. That's an, like inter- that, that's that's an interesting thought. Oh. About that. Yeah. Because um, the way, what you just said makes a lot of sense with the way direction of the way Jurassic World's going. Because Jurassic the Park was. is coming out, seems kind of out of the blue, because it, it's not the 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary wasn't like the biggest thing as well. So it's not like people are clamoring. For Jurassic Park, you know what I mean? So it's like kind of out of the blue that's not Jurassic World Survivor. Like it could have so easily have been Jurassic World Survivor. The fact that it's not is making me think like, okay, maybe Jurassic Park is kind of like making a comeback because maybe Jurassic Park 30th was maybe not huge, but like just strong enough for them to be like, okay, there is like a solid interest in like the Jurassic Park only stuff. And maybe uh, we start seeing some more of this. Well, not to get ourselves in trouble or get myself in trouble but there is still jurassic park 30 campaigns happening this year i feel yeah. and in my opinion i feel like we're celebrating jurassic park 30th anniversary this year rather than last year i i but think that's just what I, I i will be i personally will be celebrating jp30 until this june because i started last june and i'm going to carry it through for the the year until oh. this June, but like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, Jane's probably heard some stuff on the on, on the streets, some rumbling. I, I, yeah, the, from the, the I can't talk about it. I wish I could, but I yeah, hot no, goss. I, I, I love yeah, hot if, goss. If, if, I, if I speak, I'm in trouble. I'm in big trouble. But um, hot hot yeah. dino goss. What yeah, you my, were saying? No, go ahead, Jade. Yeah, no. So what I've heard and from what is happening i guess behind the scenes with jurassic outpost as well um it feels like this year because other i guess companies saw that it was the 30th anniversary last year they kind of want to continue it on for this (laughs) This year so jurassic park but um yeah all i would say is that 
I, I think that this year is probably like the year where you kind of see a lot more appreciation towards the 30th anniversary rather than last year. That maybe the release date for the game does kind of like cap off that whole thing, and like that's the big kaboom for the 30th anniversary. It's like, here, you want Jurassic Park? Go play it. There, yeah, you're in, I, yeah. And, and, and honestly, that we're happy with that. I, I, I'm, happy I'm happy with that. Yeah, no, I see. I think what you're saying about like world and park and who they're marketed to and intended for, like, I think that is an interesting point, and I think it like brings up the whole franchise management conversation again because like um (laughs) you know my my thought about what you said is that like um i mean having jurassic park do jurassic park things and having jurassic world do jurassic world things and but like also i hope they sort of like tie them together well in ways that make sense so that like we can all be together as Jurassic fans, but like, but like, um, we're, I think we're at, you know, from a fan perspective, I think we're at such an interesting point in this franchise as far as like what's going on with it. Cause like we have movie, a trilogy of movies that just came out that are Jurassic world and stuff that's continuing off of that storyline. Um, and all of that is built off of a trilogy of movies that came out 30 years ago. That's called Jurassic park. And so like I, and all of this is happening at the same time when we're getting a video game based on the park side and we're getting movies and a series on the world side. And I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe we can balance it out with a Jurassic park. Something, maybe something else. Jurassic park is coming. That's, serious and cool and a big deal um just to sort of balance the scales but i don't know what do you guys think (laughs) um i feel like if there was going to be something else for jurassic park if like we're still talking about like the different i guess franchises managed by different people like jurassic world and then jurassic park i think the only thing you could do jurassic park is a like an actual series yeah of just sauna and just between three and world like all that i think that's the only thing you can really do to i guess cap off the jurassic park franchise and still make it cater to like the older audience and stuff like that and then give lore and stuff like that but yeah that's i don't know that's just the only way i can kind of see it if they want to still pay homage to the Jurassic Park series and to those three movies. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, to what Assis was saying a minute ago too, like, I'm just like this at the end of the day, it just makes me happy that like Jurassic is still around and doing so much. And Mm -hmm. like that, that's a good thing in general, but yeah, I I think Assis honestly, like he kind of, I will. Yeah, yeah, I do. (laughs) The last exactly. down period we had, boys, was <laughs> the 15, the 15 that, years. Yeah, the fact that we're actually getting like a little bit of uh, we got like a show, kind of two shows if you think about it, like the end of the last show and then a new show coming out, new mm. games coming out. Like, this is a much better timeline to be in in terms of waiting for movies. Like, 
last time was brutal. I was a kid. I was I was hurting, dude. The only reason this thing still yeah. exists oh. is because of the timeline of having nothing. We needed something. <laughs> so we, had, we just found each other and started talking. Yeah, that's pretty yes. much. Yeah, that's all that happened. I mean, yeah, I was born <laughs> in nineteen ninety nine. So Jurassic Park three is all I watched, and then I was like, okay, let's watch all the other ones on repeat. <laughs> and it just, that, that's what everyone i guess did until like 2015 that's perfect yes yeah. no uh yeah. that is exactly what everyone did until 2015 <laughs> they watched they watched jurassic park 3 and they uh if they were me they went to google every day and typed in jurassic park jurassic 4, 4. win yeah. <laughs> It's That's like exactly searching up it. like Super Saiyan Six or, or like Xbox Seven Twenty, like <laughs> Xbox Seven Twenty. Yeah, like Jurassic um, Park Four, humans yes. and dinosaurs as one. Oh yeah, I remember man, that stuff. In, like I remember that stuff in real hybrid time. Eyes. I remember being a kid and being yeah. like, "What is going on?" I'm like, "Okay, sure, let's do it." I guess I I do. I remember. I, I Caleb, I'm so in, like that's interesting that you did the same stuff. Like I remember being like. At one time, I watched the end of Jurassic Park 3, the Trinons are flying away. I went to the internet, like Jurassic Park 4, and there was like a rumor or something. Like they were filming something on the lot. I was like, whoa! My head exploded, and I went to Jack. <laughs> and talking, like, dude, what is this? We're like, is this real? And we started digging, and yeah, the next thing led to another. Good times, man. Good times. Yeah, there's a, there is a video out there somewhere, YouTube or somewhere, of um, at Universal Studios Hollywood, they have like a giant, slate near the studio tour that says like what's filming on the back lot that day or that week or whatever and there's a video out there of someone like filming that slate and it has jurassic park 4 on it and the video is from like 2000 something before jurassic world yeah so it and but like i don't i don't know i don't know the full story there but 2006 and like 2008 like around that Probably, period, yeah. I I'm a, because I'm yeah, like 2008, 2009, maybe. But now that yeah, now that we've connected like, the uh, now that everything is kind of like finished, maybe that remember that teaser thing they filmed a long, long time ago, way back that pitch trailer. Maybe that was Jurassic Park Four. I don't know. Maybe that's what with we the saw with then. the quest. Yeah. yeah, that maybe that the maybe that was the thing yeah. we saw. Yeah, maybe because that they they're not gonna just mess around with Jurassic Park Four. They, that was a different time back then too. Jurassic Park Four wasn't being. It wasn't being touched like it was. Remember, do you guys remember when Jurassic Park was kind of in this weird state where it was like kind of taboo almost? Like it's like, oh, Jurassic Park, like Jurassic Park Four. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm happy that you're in this good timeline now. (laughs) Yeah, we're in this uh, time where. Jurassic Park is at the forefront of pop culture. Literally a billion dollar franchise. Beloved number one. Yeah, it's a billion dollar, yeah, multiple billion dollars franchise. It is, it is the face of pop culture because even in Australia, like EB Games and stuff like that, for the past since the thirtieth anniversary, it's just been Jurassic Park galore. Like, just have this, have that. It's like Oprah in EB Games here. It's just a bunch of Jurassic, I and I love it. I love it. I really do because I've never seen. I think even Jurassic World wasn't big here in Australia at all. Like, no toys in in australia nothing it was only until like fallen kingdom came out that's when you started seeing merchandise which is so weird but um yeah (laughs) and it was but like from in australia from 2000 to 2015 nothing jurassic park in australia you couldn't find anything not even a shirt 
now you go into a Kmart and stuff like that or a Everywhere. big W. And you just, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, Jurassic yeah. show, cool. No, mm-hmm. I, like, I think, I, I kind of remember what you're talking about a little bit, Jaden, because, like, after a 15-year gap of, like, the reputation of Jurassic Park sort of shifting and, like, there's no movies, there's no nothing, and then all of a sudden Jurassic World is here. And it's, I think, pe- I think people like us maybe were like happy that there was more Jurassic and like people were, yeah. people liked the movie or they didn't or whatever. But like, I think people had to like reenter the pop culture and audiences had to like reintroduce themselves <laughs> to Jurassic a little bit. And then like, I don't know, I, I feel like, you know, as Fallen Kingdom came around and everything else, it just got bigger and bigger. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I, I don't, there's obviously not going to be a 15 year gap this time. So no, God, thank I hope God. <laughs> you never know. So, That's um, the thing. Like, they're probably working, but they're probably working yeah. on something at this point, right? They have to be. There's, I mean, because Fast and Furious is wrapping up. Oppenheimer is not a franchise. I hope not. Uh, like, they gotta, <laughs> they, you know what I mean? Like, they got to have some sort of money maker. So, like, they got to start getting the drastic the wheels rolling again. It's been a bit of a, a bit of a quiet spell in terms of movie news, but. I'm ready for a new movie soon. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind a new Jurassic Park movie, a little bit of a scaled down budget, and uh, see what they can kind of do with, uh, I don't know, putting the creativity forefront and trying to do stuff with the limited budget, kind of how Spielberg did it. It's where the creativity kind of, you know, comes into play. You know, kind of tied behind your hands, tied behind your back a little bit. So I want to see what they can do with that. And smaller budget means bigger returns for Universal. So I'm hoping that's kind of the way they go. I'm ready for some more. I feel like Dominion was probably the movie out of the six that did leave a lot out there in the open for you for like audiences to okay so this person like sonia she's out and about okay there's ramsey what's he gonna do now there's like all these different avenues that they can go towards in the future there's the dinosaurs at bios and stuff like that how they get the rexes blah blah blah. they're still made to corp island whatever's gonna happen with that if they want to make that more canon than what it is but i feel like there's a lot of more avenues now to do something for the future than what there was before oh yeah that makes sense totally um (laughs) you are exactly right and um speaking of that kind of thing um there's a uh jurassic world camp cretaceous sequel series coming in 2024 called jurassic world chaos theory oh yeah that's Um, this year well, we we are in <laughs> we are in, in the year we are in the year of chaos theory now. The so year of the chaos theory. Yeah. Yes, um, and uh, yeah, let's talk about Jurassic World chaos theory a little bit. I still got to finish uh, season five. I got I started it. I've started it twice now, I think, and I just get through the first three or four, and I'm like, you know what? It's not for me. And I just like, have, <laughs> fun. Have, have fun. Have <laughs> fun. I'm going to get through it. If Camp Cretaceous is good, then I'll get through it. I'll, get, I'll work my way through it again. I, I would say that um, season five is, is worth finishing. That's that's what I would say. I, I enjoyed the, the some ca- of the choices. The characters make it worth it. Yeah. That that's the, that, we'll talk about that a little bit later as well, yeah. and uh, I'll touch on the better aspect of what i saw in season five at least i'll touch on that later on it's not as uh it's not as bonkers wild as season four <laughs> so See, yeah so that was the thing like talk, they I, they I, turned the dial back a little bit <laughs> this is why i'm not excited about where camp is necessarily going 
even with the name, I mean, sorry, chaos theory, the name itself implies almost, I mean, it almost lends itself to allow you to imagine that's going to be more wacky, more chaotic. Because if you remember the chaos effect line from like the 90s, <laughs> holy moly, <laughs> colors, good colors. I like the colors, but it was wild designs, mixtures of hybrids. So I'm, I'm wondering if we're going down this route again. It's like we yeah. have to go, like, how many times we've got to do hybrids? We've done it five six times now like we don't need to do it anymore it's kind of a used idea now at this point let's yeah, see some non-human soldiers was the best way to kind of end it yeah mm -hmm. scorpius rex was awesome i like yeah. i think my thoughts there are like um i think universal and jurassic world like as a brand and like things they put on social media and like content they put out around films and promos and stuff they they love ian malcolm and they love everything he has to say <laughs> and they love jeff goldblum which is great because i do too but like i think to me when i hear jurassic world chaos theory i'm like oh they're they're quoting ian malcolm there which is great from like a jurassic standpoint but like also i think they're trying to like play to that whole everybody loves ian malcolm everybody loves jeff goldblum thing because like everybody knows the whole chaos theory thing with him but but i don't know um no, I, th I hope that like, it, it seems like chaos theory is going to be set in North America, um, like sort of after the events of fallen kingdom. So I hope maybe that sort of, maybe that'll restrain, uh, some of the more wacky things that might happen, but I don't know. Do we have any sort of log line about what this show is about? Like, do we have any plot synopsis uh, or anything? Because all I've seen from the like, what? Also, I want to talk to you guys later about the disaster that you guys were talking about. Is it just a trailer mishap or like that weird zoomed oh. in, zoomed out thing? Was is that what you guys were talking about? No, I'm. <laughs> what I was talking about was um. I know. Are we are we allowed to? Talk? Well, it's it's. Yeah. I will. I will. Oh, it's behind uh, the scenes. Okay. We'll talk about I will later. keep. I will keep this a, a short story, but um, no, the uh, the Jurassic World Cast Theory trailer leaked um, by accident, and I don't I don't know whose accident that was, but that that's what I was talking about, and that was the whole thing. Um, and it's it's in the past. It's in the past now. It's in the past later, just that's because I don't want to. I? I don't. I don't hey, don't where wanna... were you? Because Twitter went into meltdown. Like it the... was. Yeah, I don't know where I was. It was a group was going off. It was a thing. Yeah, it was. It was quite a conversation, um, and maybe we should uh, talk about that off air. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, the whole yeah, details wasn't there us, wasn't us. Our hands but, are clean. Um, good. Anyway, <laughs> um, dress world chaos theory. Um, Jaden, you mentioned you wanted to talk about uh, who might return in chaos theory. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, as Aziz said, like, what what's the plot and stuff like that? Oh yeah, I was thing. looking that up too. Do you uh, have it? I don't have it, but I'd like to assume it's the lead up to Dominion. Like, so how did yeah. the Atrociraptors, that whole storyline, um, Sonya? Oh. Because, I think, because I'm pretty sure in one of the Jurassic Outpost videos as well, we have the confirmation of the dinosaurs in Chaos Theory as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the Atrociraptors are confirmed. So yeah. I would like to believe we get a backstory on that and stuff like that. So I would assume that it's between the end of fallen kingdom to dominion and how all that stuff leads up my big thing is that i um if we see henry Wu again mm -hmm. and if he knows about daniel con which is kenji's dad because yeah. kenji's dad after the end of 
Oh shit. Do you mind if because you haven't finished um Game of Thrones yet? I know what happens, my boys. Don't worry. Oh, okay. for whoever hasn't finished it. We're, we're okay, spoiled. so spoiler yeah. alert. Wee woo wee woo spoiler alert for season five Game of Cretaceous. Um yeah, <laughs> dad, um he gets he, he goes and gets some milk behind bars. He gets locked up. So um yeah, I wonder if like Henry Wu knows about that because obviously in Dominion they talk about the chips and stuff like that. Daniel mm-hmm. Con owned the company that made it. And obviously we don't know how or do we know how Henry Wu and Dodson really kinda of started working together? So that's why not, Yeah, not fully, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I would assume he might make an appearance because he's already made an appearance in Game of Cretaceous before. Mm-hmm. And he kind of... I also would like to see the character development because even in Game of Cretaceous, like, you kind of could see that Dr. Wu was very egotistical and stuff like that. And then when he's talked to Brooklyn and then she was talking to him about the dinosaurs, you kind of, like, saw... You saw, like, he kind of, like, realized what he was doing. And then the whole redemption arc in Dominion was him, like redeeming himself so i want to see how he kind of like fully switches and stuff like that so yeah yeah total i i totally agree i was just gonna uh read what the uh description of the jurassic world chaos theory trailer is and it says after the park has closed after the kingdom has fallen a new era of chaos begins jurassic world chaos theory coming to netflix in 2024 so that i mean that's not totally a log line or a summary or anything but like in Pretty between Fallen Kingdom and Dominion. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So. Perfect. Let's rock Wait. and roll. I'll, I mean, I guess I'll watch it. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, that's a thing. I need I need a little bit more because, like, like, like I said earlier in the podcast, like, this is more geared towards kids. Adults can obviously watch it. It's like Star Wars, like the cartoon stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just like the tone that season four and five were. It's just not for me. So it's like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to let other guys, like you guys, if you guys say it's good and like it's quality Jurassic mm-hmm. content, like I think season two or something. Season one, three season of Cretaceous was, was. Yeah, one. Yeah, see, I think yeah. it was season three. Yeah, the, one season of the seasons was really beautiful. solid, like absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. solid. If it's something like that, yeah, you got me back on board. But season four and five, five especially just lost me. <laughs> but it was, which, was, which was a season with the robot dogs. That was four. That was four. And oh, five. Boy. And five. Five well, was more Brad's, five. though. The Brad X's or something like Unauthorized that. life form detected. Yeah. Did they uh, end up killing the Spinosaur? No. No? No, it no. It, uh, it it runs off, I believe. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I, would, I would think they would... Uh, I don't know why. this. There seems to be like a, some sort of hate going on for the Spino in the franchise. It's just JP3, bro. You know how many DMs I got? <laughs> Because I said I love JP3 on national TV. Everyone's like, oh, how do you say JP3? Let the tears flow. It fuels me. Yeah. I love it. Um, the guy, the, or the... Yeah, um, we're used to this. <laughs> the, uh, the person who animated the Spinosaurus in Camp Cretaceous uh, posted some stuff about animating it on Twitter the other day. So uh, shout out to them. Because that was really cool. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Uh, no, Spinosaurus is underrated. That's what I will say. Thank you. But I feel like um, whenever someone attacks JP3, it's like a personal assault. Whenever someone says thank you, it's like <laughs> someone like says, "Hey, your kid did really well in soccer today." I'm like, "Thank you." I'll let him know. 
And Spinosaurus. <laughs> intro of his, his I mean, we're we're going on a Spinosaurus tangent here, but Spinosaurus is yeah, one of funny. Mattel's be- best Jurassic toys. They've they've made some cool Spinosaurus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Man, you. Whenever I talk to any one of the boys on the podcast, each one of them can like just turn around and pull like the biggest or like the sickest things, sickest Jurassic Park stuff. <laughs> Here's my. Yeah, no. See, yeah, uh, like, for those listening to the that. podcast, uh, Jaden is uh, holding no, up sorry, his. Jaden is holding up his Camp Cretaceous Mattel Spinosaurus. I'm holding up a Hammond collection. It does look pretty. Ankylosaurus. Like, I, I do like the way it looks. Like I don't like the, that specific paint job compared to the, uh, the the classic one they released or something. Yeah. That one is uh, is pretty prime. It's pretty yeah. expensive on the on the eBay market though. I missed it the original time it came out. I feel like, I, mi- uh, I missed it also. It is on. it is very expensive to try and get. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've been looking at getting it. back some Lego sets, and those are just out of the question now. Like, no Jurassic World Lego <laughs> yeah. sets, forget about it. The Indominus Dude, one I used to have. <laughs> the Hammond, the Hammond collection Kano is like two hundred bucks here to, if you want to get it. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's not sold. Like the Hammond collection kind of died off towards the end of last year, so they weren't selling in retail stores anymore. My um, guys, that's a, two, that's a toy. That that's two hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. No way. This on is Amazon. This it's um, sick, but it's not two hundred bucks sick. I don't know, man. That's a clean, clean carno. The Hammond uh, collection Carnotaurus is one of maybe the best. I, and this is just my opinion, but like it's maybe the best Mattel yeah. Jurassic toy that they have ever made. Like that the and the Ankylosaurus, unreal. Yeah, the Ankylosaurus as well is really like I yeah. It's it, it's just least. really it's really really great. But um, shout out to Mattel for uh, giving us the good quality stuff after what Hasbro did to us. <laughs> yes absolutely shout out to mattel shout out to uh all the folks at mattel who are really cool and love jurassic and don't make good toys. stuff i don't know about like here in the u.s the carno was uh 40 something i think so i i don't know if it, i don't know if i knowing myself i probably would pay 200 dollars for it like, <laughs> it's only a matter of time yeah it, it, um, I, it's getting to it i keep checking the shops i'm like because we don't even have having like the shops are kind of dying out here when it comes to jurassic like mm-hmm. there's you got a few of the captive eggs that's it that's all you get here those are everywhere um, still man yeah yeah um but yeah no more hamming collection and shit like that so um, canada never even got a lot of the stuff that's the problem with canada that's why i kind of stopped collecting any of the drastic stuff was like there's so many target exclusives and like exclusives that were america only or like the w in australia or something yeah, I was BW, like, eh. yeah at that point i was like you know what no more collecting i'm gonna get like the the super premium stuff now like the really really like expensive sets like right one every you. couple of years like yeah. yeah the next one i'm gonna get is gonna be the one-to-one baby blue one day someone's gonna put it on Ooh. ebay i'm gonna pull the trigger on it yeah okay mm-hmm. that's up next in the collection i, I need that i need it Big W stands for big wash drill. Well, you know, um, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what the W stands for, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's just a vibe, I guess. I guess it's um, it's kind of like a target. We have target here, but it is. Oh, like a okay. Target. I didn't it's, know it's it was like com- comparable to that, but that's interesting. Yeah, no, it's exactly like a target. We have a target here as well, but they've kind of started closing down here. But um, okay. yeah, Big W is pretty much a target. Well, um, on the subject of Carnotaurus, Carnotaurus was in Camp Cretaceous, um, <laughs> and we were talking oh, about chaos theory. A second oh, yeah. Ago. Oh, yeah. Because I saw, I saw one more tangent. point. About, I saw one more point. 
Um, because I don't know what characters are going to come back from Camp Cretaceous. Because in my opinion, and I hope no one gets mad at me, but I don't know how Yaz and Sammy come into it. I feel yeah. like their story is kind of like done. In my like to me, I don't know what else they can add besides like oh yeah, like besides like a cameo on like yeah. a voice call or something like that. Because no, now I... they're back, they're living their life. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I, I I will be very interested to see like if if all of the campers are involved, like how they justify bringing them back and doing things like that. Um, I mean, Kenji, I can see coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's it's unfortunate because like Jenna Ortega is super busy now because she's a big. Oh movie yeah, star, talk about which, uh, which is awesome. Got a what a pull that they got early days. Yeah, uh, yeah early that, days that's very early, true. Uh, that's very true. Yeah, um, but like I, um, she's a super busy movie star now, which is great. But like I, yeah. I mean, I could totally see a justification for Brooklyn being around and see like Whoa. investigating that's Lockwood. An expensive and, cameo. They gotta they exactly. gotta pay the dinosaurs yeah. too. That's the thing. The dinosaur salary, that's expensive, bro. Can't that's be universal's no budget on <laughs> <laughs> No, I but, mean um, what, really what I'm smart, saying though. No, what I mean though is that like I think she makes a lot of sense to like have fully involved in every episode mm. and I don't I don't know how possible that will be with how popular Jen Ortega is. Well, so, dude, you could have like said like imagine like a Brooklyn, she becomes a documentarian. She starts documenting the dinosaurs and their habitats or something. I don't know, like something along those lines that Jen Ortega, the star, that's, that's, that's how Universal gets the kids back into uh, well, the Jurassic. At the, at the end of season five, she's, she was on like one of the first people to find out about the Lockwood thing. Yeah. So she was oh. on top of it. So that's yeah. what I have. Yeah. So you will, sorry, she could, a season, probably I think, a recast though. You will enjoy yeah perhaps like the, 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 the ties episode. the ties to the <laughs> films the ties to the films at the end of camp cretaceous season five were like very yeah. cool they did a good job so okay yeah. i'll check that out at some point i'm, I'm surprised yeah. i've seen my i've seen the, the the kenji and uh darius ending like how they're all yeah they, like, oh they yeah they live together and stuff like I've that i've seen yeah. that ending so, yeah, that's, that's a cool ending so yeah. yeah that um and ben he he decided to stay at manticorp island with um What's the scientist's name who I really liked? She's probably one of the best characters that they introduced in Game Cretaceous. Oh yeah, she gets what's mauled the... by a raptor. I was surprised they showed that. Yeah, that was that was. Um, that was what's her name? I don't remember. Uh Doctor Something. But yeah, yeah. she's really good. I, I would like to see her live action, like our adaptation. I think she brought totally. a lot. But um, yeah. So uh, Ben stayed with her at the island because Bumpy and shit like that. May Turner. May Dr. Oh, okay. May Turner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my question is, is because Brooklyn and Kenji are in a relationship, how does that? I wonder how that is in Chaos Theory, because she's doing her thing. I assume they're uh, they're doing the long distance thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the like, phone I, call. I, the phone call. Yeah. <laughs> so is that? But yeah, that that. Yeah, so I wonder how they're gonna do that relationship, um, as well as that. Um, yeah, the big thing is Daniel Con. Um, I wonder what they're gonna do with him if they're gonna touch base about him or if they're just gonna say, "Yeah, no, he's in prison." Like that's it. I think that yeah, I think that I think that's done. I think they might. I don't even know what type of villain 
Yeah, it's, I think you guys are right. I think they're not going to touch Daniel Khan. I think they're going to go down the Dominion route. We're going to go explore that whole Sonia, whatever her name was again, and then the Raptor stuff. And those guys will be yeah. kind of the villains. That whole yeah. side of stuff. I, I mean, the writing in Camp Cretaceous was fairly clever as far as like little Easter eggs and references and stuff. And so yeah. I feel like maybe they'll like mention it. I mean, if Kenji's around, which he probably will be, they'll probably mention something about it. Um, but yeah. Do you think, because at the end of um, Camp Cretaceous as well, this is just another theory because it just came into my head. So I'm very sorry, Aziz, because I'm just spoiling season five. No, I, it's all good, dude. Trust me. But we saw Darius talk at a Dr. Grant seminar thing at the end mm -hmm. do you think bias and i don't know maybe recruit darius to work with them and that's how he tells them about now the... there now there's a twist <laughs> Jaden. that's, but like, that's he, interesting but, may, but because he's so naive he doesn't know that they're actually bad yeah i mean but like that and that's be... why he... What I a hadn't theory. thought about that kind of thing at all. That's that's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they're priming like, him to be kind of like the, the next lead of the franchise. Well, these are he's like real life. Like I forget his actual name, but he looks exactly like they. The thing with the Cambridge Cretaceous is that they all their characters look like their real life adaptation. So if they wanted to bring them into live action, they could. General Ortega, mm -hmm. all you have to do is put a pink, a pink wig on her, and then you're sweet. <laughs> if you wanted, <laughs> or to she do just that. dyed her hair black today. You know what I mean? She's yeah, uh, not natural black hair. But um, yeah, like that's because I feel like that's the one thing they kind of have to address is um, how do they change the neuro link thing in the in the dinosaurs' brains because they made it less harmful in Dominion than what it was in season five and four, where it was like controlled on this controller thing. And yeah, so, so that's, that's one thing I feel like they should explain, but I don't know. Darius's uh, voice actor's name's Paul McKell Williams. Um, mm. and he, I mean, seems like an awesome guy. He would be, be awesome if this ever went live action, if it ever went that route. But, but yeah. what you're saying about all the voice actors playing their characters, it could be really cool. So it's not out of the question too, especially with what star Wars has shown that you can kind of bounce in between the two mediums now with the, mm -hmm. uh, the characters. So like, I, I, I honestly expect at some point that we will, we, we will see these animated cartoon characters eventually hop into the uh either the cameo aspect or either lead the franchise or whatever i like darius like that's like that's the type of character that should have been leading the franchise like someone who like cares about the dinosaurs who's like you, it's, we followed him grow up now we've like grown up with him the kids who've watched it you know what i mean so like mm -hmm. when he's like in the movies they'll like take their kids to go see it perfect perfect programming but uh i still lost to yeah, I was a bit disappointed that Darius wasn't name dropped at all, like in Dominion. I I feel mm -hmm. like something about the kids surviving or something like that. Just a little, like a little nod. Yeah, I like I, I hope I hope maybe like, and I have a whole rant about this, but like, I hope <laughs> maybe uh, Universal is looking at the franchise models of star wars and other things like that that go between animation and live action and bring characters between animation and live action and like do a good job with that but like i hope I universal have been looking at monarch to be honest that, oh, well, I, did, monarch... I, finished, I finished monarch yesterday and that was yeah have I, you talk watched... about a disappointment oh you didn't like it Aziz? 
No oh. way, dude. I haven't even watched the last episode. I don't think I care. Like, it's so boring, dude. The drama. Oh, get. That's out interesting. Of here. That's interesting. I, I mean, thought it was I've, pretty good. I've I've really enjoyed it. I've. Oh boy. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, well, interesting. you guys thought. The, yeah, maybe... Okay. Okay. This is interesting. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, uh, uh, you know, di diverse diversity of opinions. You know, no, nah, but um, like even even if you we'll think we'll have, we'll have, have a whole podcast episode dedicated to Monarch. I'm not, I'm not leaving this <laughs> yeah. topic. No, yeah. um, even if you do think Monarch is bad, it's still cool that they did something like a TV. Yeah, series. yeah. Um, at least they tried to do something with it with that universe and stuff like it that. It shows that I, you can do something interesting without having the monsters consistently be in the episodes like yeah i didn't like the story but at least the the like the 1950s 60s 70s that storyline was prime like like something even like that in a godzilla story i didn't even know i wanted or yeah. i didn't even think that they could kind of pull off in a tv format especially where the monsters are not that they're not there they're just like i i expected that not yeah. i didn't want the monster but like the drama is good enough so if Jurassic can translate this, but a good human drama and a good story, we don't necessarily need dinosaurs like to be, you know, like assaulting us every episode. We can have like two, three episodes of just no dinosaurs, and that's saving your budget hugely. Yeah, um, it shows Monarch shows that you can have a massive blockbuster movie franchise and then turn around and put a well-made series on a streaming service that ties into that big i mean the monsterverse those movies are fairly big i don't know if like i don't know if all of them made a billion dollars or anything but like it's a it's a big franchise and so like it monarch proves that it that the concept of tying a series into something like that can be done well and like jurassic has maybe some more money flowing through it like maybe it's a little bit bigger deal in pop culture maybe i don't know that's the thing it is like it's like godzilla is like yeah like everyone knows godzilla but like like Susie and dan down down the street they're not going to be tuning in to go see monarch because godzilla's yeah. in it because they know who godzilla is right but like they yeah. might watch jurassic park because i was their favorite kid like movie growing up as a kid right yeah I've and jurassic park jurassic is a billion park. dollar franchise right yeah. it's so much bigger than a godzilla movie can be right so that, like the fact that you haven't translated it yet is like kind of mind-blowing the fact that a smaller franchise with even worse reception is doing stuff that you should have already done is kind of telling how far behind universal really is with this whole franchise game like the mon the monsterverse movies i don't think any of them have even cracked 500 million dollars yet and i think the reception has been like 78 as being like the highest or something on rotten tomatoes right so they're not like these giant giant movies and they pulled off something that at the end of the day was very well received monarch is very well received and people are going to be talking about it it brought people into apple i'm sure it did like i started paying for apple because of it yeah and uh apple yeah, so apple yeah. produces some impressive i've been impressed with some of the series apple has done now i'm watching ted lasso because of monarch so now they, yeah. like they, that's what Universal needs to do. Peacock is not doing so good. So like toss in a Jurassic, you might get some people or make yeah. it available in Canada. Maybe why can't I watch uh, Peacock? I don't know. I, I think <laughs> if Jurassic, Jurassic were going to do a live action thing. I, I think they have a good relationship with Netflix because of Cam Cretaceous and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I assume I, so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so that's I, true. 
Yeah. And Netflix have a pretty good budget. So so does so does Universal. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so um I have a question for you guys. Um there's been a lot of conversation about and this is totally like steering in a completely different direction, but uh there's been a lot of conversation about what dinosaurs are going to be in Jurassic Park survival. And as we're talking about a series and Jurassic Park and and things like that. Um and Jaden mentioned a question earlier that I think is a good question, which is, um, do you think, you know, how many raptors do you think we're going to see on the island in Jurassic Park Survival? Are we going to uh, see... Yeah. Excellent question. Are we going to see those raptors from the hatched eggs that Grant and Lex and Tim found in Jurassic Park? Are we going to see all those raptors around? Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I didn't even think about those extra yeah, raptors. Uh, Dude, I that's... Quite- I was I watched it the other day. I was like, "Hey, because we were talking in the last podcast that we did, we spoke about the one that was stuck in the freezer." Yep, and mm-hmm. how maybe that got she's out. getting like, out. Yeah, so we spoke how um the scientist I forget her name roughly, but maybe she has like a uh, you know how Darius how he feels sorry for Blue wants to help her and and stuff like that. Maybe she sees the raptor in the freezer. She's like, "Oh, I want to help," and then gets it out something happens i don't know you know what i mean i has to run away from it or something yeah but um yeah no that that was one thing that um i stumbled across this week was grant finds a bunch of raptor eggs and sees the footprints go off that's the end of that we don't but they'd be those. really young though and it wouldn't be like fully grown i mean they could be like we don't know how long they've been out i guess it could have been i like... mean yeah no, i mean I... but look how fast bumpy grew uh, yeah, the accelerated growth rates, but like, yeah. I I think baby raptors could probably still take me down. I don't know about yeah. y'all, <laughs> but yeah, yeah like ju- juvenile raptors would be a cool thing to see. Like, yeah, but, if, level, but yeah. Wait, oh, so by the time this game comes out, two raptors are dead. There's only one raptor left in the freezer, right? Yeah, and then all the the babies. Because life only found a way. I assume that they would use something similar to alien isolation, where they probably, if it's open world, they probably have areas where the Velociraptor, like, has there's probably one Velociraptor that's always following you, kind of like alien isolation, where the alien always follows you. Oh. And maybe, like, it swaps off with the Dilophosaurus, so maybe there's more Dilophosaurus threats than Raptors, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really think about the number of animals. It's a problem, I guess. I think it's going to be a really interesting look at a side and a time of Isla Nubar that we've never seen before. And I think there's going to be, I think maybe there's going to be a lot of unexpected dinosaurs that show up. You got to do like the Herarosaur or something, yeah. or like a Baryonyx. You got to do something of the obscure stuff. Cause like, just not like just number wise of threats. Like there's one big T-Rex. It can't, that can't be the threat for the whole game. Uh, yeah. Like when you go inside, what's the threat? Copies. That is a good question. I mean, it's got to be something smaller. It's so Herarosaurus, right? It's got to be something obscure. You yeah. think, right? Something tiny. Like totally. there, there has to be some sort of threat. I hope it's not like a, a like a, a level generated thing where like each like you load into a level and like in this level you got to escape the by the the, the InGen lab and then like a cutscene plays and it shows her transitioning to like the outside and the next level loads up. It's like escape the uh, laboratory parking lot. And then you, when you finish that, it's like another, you know what I mean? Like it's linear. 
but it's not open world. So it's like a segmented thing. If that's the case, they can kind of just throw whatever they want in there. And then I don't, I just don't know how they're going to approach the world of this game, if that makes sense. It, it no, completely that... affects how they place the animals and the threats in the world. Yeah, no, totally. Um, there's a video up on the Jurassic Outpost channel this week where we speculate about what dinosaurs might show up and, and why and like what what the story might be to to get you to those dinosaurs and um all of those things so check that out um but um as we head towards the end of this podcast um just a couple of little news things i want to mention quickly um we were talking about uh dress girl camp cretaceous and chaos theory um the composer of uh those shows Leo Berenberg just won an Emmy for his uh, with his scoring partner uh, Zach Robinson uh, for the Weird Al movie. So congrats to uh, yeah. to them, and uh, can't wait to hear more Jurassic music. But um, also, uh, there are uh, some new toys showing up on the shelves. The Isla Sona Expedition Pack from Beyond the Gates has been showing up with uh, the awesome engine. Unimog, uh, Dieter Stark, the Velociraptor, uh, the new Barry from Jurassic World ATV Chase Pack is showing up in stores, um, and it looks really cool. I think it's really cool that that set exists. So thanks, Mattel. But uh, and also uh, some new Hammond collection toys are showing up. The Dimetrodon and Owen and Blue; those are showing up. So um, yeah, lots of. Uh, cool Jurassic stuff going on. 2024 is going to be a fun year for Jurassic um, with an animated sequel series with a maybe a video game. I don't know. Um, and who knows what else? Um, it's continuing the 30th year of Jurassic Park um, and it's continuing Jurassic World, that story a little bit. So it's a good time to be a Jurassic fan, right? So um, any final words, Jaden, Assis? Any final Jurassic words? Um, I would say that this is probably yeah, probably the real 30th anniversary this year. And sorry, Jack, if this podcast has been scuffed with a lot of segues. This has been good. I'm good to get back in the swing of things. Let's hope for a movie announcement this year to keep things rolling in the, uh, in the in-betweens. And uh, yeah, let's hope for a big year, boys and girls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want all the Jurassic to happen. So um, I'm excited for 2024. Happy New Year. Um, thanks, Jaden. Thanks, Assis, for talking Jurassic. Um, thanks for listening, if you're listening. And uh, we will see you on the next episode of the In General Podcast. Bye-bye. Hello there. Hello. Hello.